What's going on, Rams fans? Happy holidays, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Rams Revealed. I'm Serena Morales, the team reporter for the LA Rams, filling in for J.B. Long. Up next, we're going to be joined by Andrew Whitworth, and we're going to hear how him and his family have spent their Christmas. We're also going to talk football, of course, and take a look back at the convincing win in Arizona to get the Rams back in their winning ways. This Sunday, the team's looking to close out the regular season with the win against the Niners and clinch that coveted first round bye. We're also going to have a coach's challenge from a Rams coach coach that knows Big Wit pretty well. All right, time to get this thing rolling. It's episode five of the Rams Revealed podcast. Merry Christmas, Whitworth. Merry Christmas. Um, How'd you and the family spend it? Let's go there. Uh, Just at the house, you know, hung out the house, um, tried to fight the kids off in the morning (laughs) and uh, see how late we could make them sleep in. It didn't last long. About 7 a.m. We, uh, had to go do the Christmas tree and all the presents. So you're, so you're not a family that opens presents the day before? No, we try to hold them off. Uh, we, we do everything we can with, all, with the four of them to uh, hold them off until the day of and uh, do our best to, to kind of uh, make sure Santa arrives on time the night before. Please tell me you've dressed up as Santa Claus before. Uh, no, no Santa for me. Uh, you know, we the kids love it. They've been into it, and uh, they had a great time. They were so excited the night before. Uh, we were laughing about it, and, uh, you know, I was shocked they even were able to fall asleep. They were so wound up, but uh, they had a great time, and it was a lot of fun, so it was good to be, good to be home for, for a good Christmas day. Yeah, that's a unique uh, experience for an NFL player. Yeah, it's not very often you get, you know, really to actually be home Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. It's uh, pretty rare, so uh, it was a lot of fun to be home with everybody. What... Uh Forget what you got your kids. Um, what did what did you get yourself for Christmas? Uh, you know what? Just a day on the couch. Uh, you know, it was nice to honestly <laughs> relax a little bit and uh, sit back and and uh, you know, kind of have some time to spend with the family, like true downtime, and and uh, get to know kind of uh, what's going on with them and uh, how their Christmas has been and what they're excited about for the break and. Uh, you know, they just started their break, so they're uh, they're pumped up. They're going skiing this weekend, so they're uh, they're really excited. That's part of their Christmas gift. They get to go snow skiing with mom. So that's nice. So yeah. that's literally your gift was time on the couch to yeah, sit down. Yeah, spending time. You know, there's nothing better <laughs> in the world than quality time from somebody. So uh, to me, it's just investing my time in them and uh, making sure they know you love them, and uh, you know, just seeing what it, in what way you can be there for them. Some wrapped golf clubs, perhaps. That's yeah, that I would be nice. I would. Yeah, a nice uh, a nice Dear round of golf and and uh, my fingers to feel good enough to swing a club that'd be fun uh did michael get his nerf gun that he wanted that machine nerf gun he did get him a nerf gun so he's uh he's already shot me about 14 (laughs) times and uh i'm gonna find him when he gets back from skiing warning warning when do they get back so just note that in the calendar uh, yeah we're gonna have a war when he gets back did you buy for everybody so that you have at least a minute? No, him and him and Drew, both the boys got one. They both wanted one, and uh, they've been they've been chasing me around the house. So uh, I got to get them back when they get back. Um, just, so Michael's after my career, right? He is kind of that budding broadcaster. He's asked a lot of the guys questions, gets the time with them. So what's the uh, – you've also done this quite a bit. What do you tell him? Like what's your advice to the young guy? Uh, I think most importantly just be himself. Have fun and, and enjoy it. You know, don't make it more than it needs to be. He loves to do it. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if he's a budding broadcaster, but he, <laughs> he's a budding ego, that's for sure. He, uh, he, 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 he likes to listen to himself talk. So we got his uh, report card actually last week on the first semester. And, you know, it kind of was funny in every section of the report card, like English, math, 
math, science, all that. It finished with comments, and every one of the comment sections, irrelevant to what the subject was, was likes to talk when not really it's time his, t- his time to talk or always talking at inappropriate times. You know, we kind of, by the end of the report card, we got the gist that, uh, you know what, he, we need to talk to him about talking out of turn. So uh, he loves he loves to, you know, he thinks everything he has to say has value. Let's put it that way. So he has a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be the next thing he'll ask us for. That's no chance that's happening, though. That sounds like my report card, so he'll be fine. He'll yeah. be fine. I feel like you then, in 30 years, when you decide to retire from football, you and uh, you and Michael could have like the Golix. You know, you could both do. Yeah, do some uh, do some on air stuff. But no, I, you know what? Uh, he enjoys it. So I, you know, it's fun to see him get to come up here. He, he is a football fanatic and uh, loves the game. Loves paying attention to our our games every week. He always blows me away with just things he observes and notices from the game and. Uh, I brought him up here Monday morning, actually on Christmas Eve, to get a workout in after the game. And on the way to the state, on the way to the facility, he was like, "Dad, you know, I can't believe that running back who hasn't played in months had such a great game." And I was just, you know, it was just funny to hear his take on the whole game and all that about CJ. So it was, uh, it was fun, man. He he loves the game. I'd be curious. Has there, has there been a moment where he has surprised you of like, "Oh yeah, I, I understand this technique," or? He does. Yeah, there'll be times. I mean, uh, he'll, he'll always comment, and I'm sure him and his mom talk about it when we were away. But one week uh, we got home, and he was talking to me about how Todd Gurley carries the ball in such a better way than a lot of running backs and how he noticed, like, how high and tight he keeps it. And, and uh, other running backs have the ball way away from their body or they're kind of having the ball out where people can knock it away. And, um, you know, he just he notices little things like that. It's fun to watch. So he's a budding scout maybe or coach. Uh, I don't know. All right, let's get to five minutes of football. We all want this stuff, right? Um, So let's go to Arizona, your last game. The mindset going into that game, coming off what was basically your first losing streak, right? Uh, I think, honestly, just, you know, anytime you're facing adversity like that in in sports, I think it's, it's, uh, you know, trying to find a way to get back to that that thought that just helps you be successful. You know, I I obviously – talked about it a ton I play a lot of golf in the off seasons and you know you always hear like top level golfers and stuff think about that one thought right one swing thought when things are going bad and just kind of try and correct one thing at a time and I think in, in sports it just happens that way a lot and last week I think that mentality was really just uh you know just physicality just be go be physical in this football game we talked about it in pregame I remember Brockers and I were walking out the tunnel with the with the linemen and stuff and and we were just sitting there saying hey man let's let's go win this thing one snap just for the the first snap, let's be the most physical team. The next snap, let's do the same thing. Let's repeat it until the sucker's over. And uh, we'll worry about what the score says when that's over with. And, and I think that really was our mindset going into this game, is that let's just be as physical as possible and uh, trust ourselves and our technique and the things we know how to do, and everything else will sort itself out. What was the mindset for C.J. Anderson, speaking of Michael bringing up players like that? What was, I mean, man, no Todd, no problem. <laughs> Yeah, you know it was amazing. He uh, he he was up here every single day, first first guy in in the morning and and studying. And I think, you know, I, I said this after the game. I think guys were inspired to play well just from the attention to detail he had all week, and really his ability to just kind of make guys feel like, man, this guy knows what he's doing. He's intelligent. He studied it all, and and it kind of almost gave guys confidence. Like, hey, this isn't something we should worry about. He's going to do his job, and uh, the best thing we can do is go do our job be- the best way we can, and and let the rest play out. Yeah. And hopefully you guys will go undefeated in the division. 
Um, does that does that hit you guys at all? Does it make you personally feel like I want to get this? Well, I think it's an accomplishment. It's something you can be proud of. I, I can remember in 2009, uh, we swept the division when I was in Cincinnati with the Bengals, and and uh, it's just something that you always remember and people bring up when they talk about those seasons. Because you know, just for whatever reason, it sticks in people's mind when a team is able to do that to really sweep their division. And and uh, so yeah, it's a heck of an accomplishment. And and uh, to us, man, I mean, the playoffs start now. <laughs> Thirteen seasons in the league. Uh, how great would a bye week also mean for? Well, at 37, <laughs> I mean, I take like 20 minutes to rest, uh, but it, a whole week is amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd take any of it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's obviously you can see it throughout the league and the history, really not necessarily from the rest, but the percentages say if you have a bye week, you have an exponentially better chance of playing in the Super Bowl. And so uh, that's the ultimate goal. And so uh, obviously it means something to earn one because it's it's been very effective for teams that have one to be able to have the opportunity to play. It's funny because you say that because I feel like some fans are like, no, we just want them to keep playing, like forget rest. Well, I think a lot of people do say that. I mean, you hear that across sports a lot of the times. Like when you're hot, you want to stay on the field and those things. But there just hasn't been that many instances where – you know, teams with buys, you know, ultimately usually end up playing in that championship game. And, and so uh, there's got to be something to that, especially this late in the year, as beat up as teams are, uh, to be a little just, just a percentage fresher than the other team. It has to make a difference. For sure, and going that far. Uh, Pro Bowl, we got our boy Jared Goff in there, Todd Gurley, AD, and Corey Littleton getting in there. Um, back-to-back Pro Bowls for Jared. Um What's his ceiling? I mean, I just feel like his poise, we see him all the time, but his poise is something that really stands out to me. Well, Jared, he's a tremendous kid. He's uh, humble. He's, he's uh, you know, it's not too big for him. He has a thirst to, to be a better player every week and, and find a new way. And, and also, uh, as nice as he is, he's also got a little chip on his shoulder. And, and it's uh, it's great to see sometimes. Just, uh, you know, and, and I encourage him all the time to, to, to let that come out more. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, big, you know, at this age, the age he's at as a player and in life. I mean, you know, he's becoming a man, and, and uh, it's an opportunity to really – you know what grow in every way you can and that's going to make you a better football player and, and that's for everybody but you know I think he has continued to show that he, he wants to be successful in this league and do the little things that'll matter and 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 that'll really ultimately be the difference in what his ceiling will be I mean I haven't seen one of the top quarterbacks or one of the great players that uh, you know ultimately either one has a, a tremendous work ethic and uh, a heart to be really good and in some phase of the game that they're just continuously working on and diligently trying to become better and better and better. It's never really about ever feeling like they've arrived or, or they've got everything nailed. And, and as long as he can continue to have that attitude, and that's really how he goes about his daily process, um, I think he'll have an opportunity to be really special. How happy are you when he scores a touchdown? There was like a like a frozen shot of you smiling. Well, I think any time that we see Jared uh, run the football, uh, we, we all get excited. Uh, you know, the last time he scored was against Arizona like that, on a play like that. So, uh, you know, uh, it was uh, fun to see him do that, and, and I think all of us were pumped. So it was fun to see him get in the end zone, and this time he didn't get tattooed on the way in. Like he did when we played Arizona last year, so uh, it was uh, it was good for him to get through there and, and get through there clean. He's giving Todd a run for his money here, with two rushing touchdowns this season. Yeah, I, I, we'll uh, we'll keep letting Todd do that though. I don't I don't know if Gerald can. I mean, uh, Jared can take the hits week in and week out. Uh, you know, he he might he might not take that well. He's not gonna like that. No. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, Aaron Donald, by the way, having 
a crazy good season, to put it lightly. Um, also, obviously, pro bowler. In my perspective, I feel like you and Aaron have really had this very unique uh, respect from everyone in the locker room. And you guys are in two different points of your careers. But I, what is it about Aaron? I don't know. He's just such a – carries uh, himself so well as well. Well, I think he's so special. I mean, he's uh, physically, obviously, a really special football player and, and uh, above and beyond most. But – you know what? It just who he is every day, his work ethic, the really just the tenacity every single day to be his best is just so special. To be matched with that kind of physical talent, I think it doesn't take long for somebody to sit there and go, man, I, I can see exactly why this guy is, is the tremendous player he is. I, I can remember his first day back with us um, when this season. He got back, and it wasn't even sure if he's going to play in the game and all these things. And in practice, it's like you can turn the tape on, and the first 12 plays he's in, you know, no one's getting to the ball faster. He's all over the field if it's a pass, a run, whatever it is. He's standing there with the, whoever has the ball. He's standing beside them. Um, just the the really just the endurance and ability to turn it on every play. And regardless of what happens, I'm going to get to the football. Uh, it just it shows you just why the guy's so special. Might I add, you and Aaron um, could certainly scare people physically on a football field, but you're like the least scariest people in this locker room <laughs> yeah you know I think it uh it's one of those things Aaron's a guy that's a tremendous football player and and uh you know you can tell he has a heart for people as well and, and I always say I mean balance is one of the greatest things there is in the world and if you can you know realize that being great at a sport is fun but uh just as important if not more important as who you are as a person and, and outside of that arena because that's really what's going to gravitate people to you and, and that's you know no different with Aaron he's a special player and a really special person Speaking of uh, special guys, there's um, Roger Saffold. It's his, his locker's right next to yours. He's right next to you on the line. Um, what, what is something that maybe an average fan doesn't know about Raj? Um, I don't know if everybody knows he owns a, a video game uh, team. You know, he has an eSports team and uh, is really into all that stuff. And he uh, always just sails right over my head when he starts talking about it. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, my kids, uh, you know, have only played a video game once or twice in their life. Um, and, uh, but you know, I just, he's, uh, he, it's pretty unique. I mean, he has extensive knowledge about it. They do really well. They've won some championships. They've been a really high ranked team in some of the things that they do. And, uh, I, like I said, have no idea what that is, but they have fun and, and, uh, he seems to do well with it. So I'm, I'm happy for him. Respect it from afar. Hey, I can respect from a really far distance. Uh, how do you, what's your measure on his fashion sense? Cause the guy's got fashion. Uh, he's all about it. You know, um, he's, he's always got something going that's uh, pretty special. I, I, you know, I'm kind of one of those people, like, I, I might have that idea, and then I could never actually walk out of a room with that on. But, uh, you know, you know, it's like I don't, I don't disagree that some of it looks good. I just – I personally wouldn't have the confidence in myself to ever walk out and actually look at people in the eyes um when i'm styled that much but he does and he does a great job with it the guy looks smooth I, he's in, there's a reason his nickname's big smooth for so sure he always looks smooth he always looks good and uh you know i'm jealous what can i say i have a pair of shiny shoes that i've named after roger i'm like these are the roger saffold because he's always like smooth he so is nice. he's, he's big smooth and uh you know what he pulls it off i don't think i could you you, you could you could let him style you that would actually be a pretty maybe no, one day i don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> I was just throwing it out there. Um, all right, something that I think fans don't know about you, uh, you are a 
you do yoga. You're a yoga guy. Yeah. Which is something that I have appreciated because I'm like, wow, I have done something that Andrew Whitworth also physically does. It makes me yeah. feel good. I've loved yoga. Yoga's been a big part of my career and uh, always been something I've done to try and stay in shape. Is it so? Is it just the shape thing? Is it more of a mental piece that you uh, have? A little bit of above and be, uh, all of the above. I mean, I uh, early in my career, I really liked it before I trained. So I would go to do hot yoga in the mornings, early in the morning, and uh, then I would go from hot yoga to my actual workouts in the off season because it just it made me feel good and awake and just kind of loose and flexible and at peace. And so I could really go and train for a really long time, and I felt like it was a great way to kick off my mornings and. Then as my career you know, kind of moved on, I mean, I did some of that still, but then I also like in season would do stuff just to kind of get some of the information out. And uh, like Mondays, I would, you know, or Tuesdays, I'd try and do a hot yoga session just to kind of get uh, the body feeling good after a game and those kind of things. And then now it's, it's more something that I do some in the off season and then I do a lot in season just as, uh, I would say more of like restorative type stuff, just sitting in poses and, and working on flexibility and, uh, trying to get the body feeling good because it, it uh, wants to fight back on me a little bit every now and then. You and uh, did, so have you influenced Sully to do yoga with you? Uh, no, I don't think John's going to be much into any extra activity. Uh, you know, John's more of a non-extra activity person. I think his motto in life is like do less or something like that. Um, but you know what, it works for him, and uh, it's uh, it's the Sully way. So we all know it that way. I'm holding off some laughs here. Um, in the last episode, because you do it one week, John Johnson does it the other week. So in the last episode, uh, JB had told John Johnson that uh, you wanted to be, that you were a tight end in high school, and you thought that was that was your thing, that you were going to go into that. Um, he was shocked, and he says, like, when, is, when are you going to catch your second uh, touchdown then? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen anytime <laughs> soon. Um, the You know, I don't know if... I don't know if somebody hit me when I caught a ball, I would be able to get back up. So um, I don't see that happening anytime in the near future, but you never know. Who's so, going to take you down? Who will take you down? I don't know, but I don't want them to hit me. So uh, you know what? Uh, I could do it. You know, all you can do is go out for a pass and catch it and score, and that's what I've done the, the time I went out. So, you know, if they call it, I'll make it happen. But uh, I don't I don't see that being a big emphasis for us. We, we got some pretty special guys are getting in the end zone that may uh, serve a better importance in doing that than me. He also said that when he heard that Nick Saban was your coach at LSU, he was like, what? I didn't even know that Nick Saban coached at LSU. I just thought it was Bama. So he also said that you were old. And so very John Accurate. Johnson style. <laughs> um, his words, not mine. But do you remember anything about Nick Saban that was unique that stood out uh, to you? Well, just, I mean, it's it's kind of one of those things working with uh, him in college and seeing the success he's had up to this point. I mean, it doesn't shock you at all. I thought Coach Saban was uh, – really the epitome of, of just day in and day out focus and determination and, and daily process and every single day no matter what the results were in a game or a season um, you know you hear all the stories about him and and the work that he puts in right after they win a national championship or something uh, it doesn't shock me at all I mean he, he to me uh, that's what he's tremendous at his ability to work and and really not let anything success wise dictate how he goes about his business and how he works is tremendous and and um, I've always kind of compared uh, Sean knowing Sean at this young age that I've always said that that's one of the things that kind of struck me and reminded me of Nick is not that Sean would in any way is Nick Saban or has accomplished that but just a characteristic of Sean's is just you know he is a tremendous work ethic and a tremendous every single day intensity about that work ethic and um, I think Nick is, is a guy that uh, was the first person I was around that was like that and so it's always kind of 
made me think of Nick when I'm around that kind of atmosphere. Another coach, I'll oh, go from former coach to a current coach. This is why I was running over here because I ran over to Aaron Cromer to get his question for the coaches challenge. And he, he, his question was, why are you so perfect? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that, that's not accurate. Uh, you're good at golf. You're a good parent. You're good you know, to the I, community. I, I don't know that that's uh, accurate. I just say, you know what? I think I'm, I, the word I like to use is I'm intentional. And I think to me, it's like, uh, I try to have intention in everything I do that, that I'm going to be, I'm going to have a, a focus to, to be good at something. If I'm going to give the opportunity to do it, if I'm going to be a dad, then I'm going to try to be the best dad I can be. And, and if I'm going to be a husband or, or a football player or a friend or whatever it is that you need me to be, that you ask for me, then I feel like I'm going to try to do my best to give the best version I can of myself at that. And, um, I just think that that takes a lot of pressure off because the, the best you can do is just be yourself and, and try your best to be what it is that people need from you. And, and uh, you know what, to me, that makes me happy to, to help other people and and uh, make other people feel good. I mean, that's what that's where I get my feel good from. So uh, I don't know about all that. Coach Cromer's been amazing <laughs> for us, but uh, I appreciate him saying that and uh, couldn't have more respect for him. Is it also the perfect answer that you could give to that question? I don't think so. Uh, quick fan question. Uh, James B. Terry sent this in from Twitter. Which teammate of yours on the O-line would you take as the first pick in the game in a game of dodgeball? Ooh, well, I mean, we got some really short guys, so that that's probably like less surface to hit. So I'm gonna go with that. And probably most athletic is would be Brian. So I think I'm gonna go Brian Allen just because he's a little shifty, he's smaller. You know, there's not a lot of surface to hit with the dodgeball. And honestly, like his arms probably cover his entire body surface because he's so short. So he would probably catch it if you threw it at him. So he'd have a higher accuracy of catching it as well. Um, so, you know, Brian, just because of pure height and, and uh, natural leverage, I think that's the, the uh, appropriate word for me to use, um, he would probably be good at dodgeball. And there you have it. <laughs> thanks for sending in your <laughs> question, James. Uh, Whit, thanks for hanging out with us. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm filling in for JB, so I hope this wasn't too bad. <laughs> hey, I appreciate y'all having me. Thanks to Andrew Whitworth for joining us on this week on the Rams Revealed podcast. We'll see you all at the Coliseum this weekend for the regular season finale in Week 17 against the 49ers. And we invite you all to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platforms. That includes iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. And remember, all five episodes are available on demand at therams.com. For Andrew Whitworth, I'm Serena Morales. Thanks for listening to Rams Revealed. Wishing you all a very happy and healthy new year.